162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash zabe. This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Here we go. And no, I'm not going to let him try it. He always messes it up. Okay. Good day and welcome to our single. I'm Bob McKenzie, and this is my brother, Doug. How's it going, eh? Hey, this is my Minnesota friend, Church. Hey, Hoser, how you doing? Hey, we are up here in Minnesota. We are doing great, mostly great anyway. Yeah, it's it's all good, my friend. Oh my God, I've got a I got a story to tell you, and a tough call. This is one of those uh, IBM presents. You make the call. Oh, I remember that. Yes, you remember those. Yeah, Yeah. I do. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a tough rules question. Like, all right, what do you what do you do here? Okay, so. The Zabin household air conditioner went out no. about three weeks ago. The upstairs unit. We yeah. live in such an absurdly large house. Never buy a house this big. And never <laughs> never let your wife uh, fall in love with being in the house that is so big. Because then she'll never want to sell it and move into a tiny house, which would right. be great. <laughs> no, tiny so, house is not great. Uh, well, I've, seen the, they, I've seen the tiny house show. That sucks. By the way, is the tiny house craze subsided it's got to have i think i think it has i think some of the shows have been canceled that used to populate all of these diy networks i think you're right and i just think the reality of it you go you know what everything's cute it all looks nice and you know you've got uh in many cases a house on wheels that cost you sixty thousand dollars drive it anywhere Uh, but at some point you want to be able to poop without stinking up your entire house. I never thought about that when it came to tiny houses. A they don't talk sing- about it enough. No, they really don't. A single, nasty, 
post-Taco Bell chimichanga explosion could render your house uninhabitable, your tiny house. Uh, After, it could knock it off its off its axle, <laughs> off its mooring. There's And then the, the, the greatest are, are these that I, I love it. We, we get these like, OK, my uh, my uh, my wife and I, uh, we just had two kids and we've decided we really want to downsize from our apartment down to and we want to be homeowners. So we're going down to the tiny house with our three dogs. Like, oh, what the hell are you dogs. thinking? Yeah, and, that's and, crazy. and they're golden retrievers. Oh, like, what? It's, golden in a tiny people house. People are insane. <laughs> yeah, that those have to lead to breakups and divorces left and right. So oh, the yeah. AC upstairs, the upstairs unit, one of three, goes out uh, on July 4th weekend. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we find out the fix is a motor. It's only going to be $700. And it's, only. Well, hey, hold on. Hold that thought. So uh, four days later through the weekend, five days, about a week later, back up and running. Wife is super happy. I was out of town. I was enjoying the air conditioning. Oh, nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, yeah. Wait, did, did you get leave town when it broke down? You're like, oh, oh yeah, no, no, I'm like, you're going to have to deal with this. But she did like a champ. So God bless her for that. So it gets fixed a week later. It works for a day and then <laughs> back on the fritz. AC ah. people come out. They check it out. They're like, up oh, your compressor is out out uh, well in. wait well so originally was it the motor or the compressor to begin with no it was the motor upstairs and then the compressor outside totally unrelated or so they say oh, sh- hmm. i believe this is an, so? i believe this is an ethical hvac company i really do i don't think okay they would do all this. right so that okay. said now 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 as uh t- who was the umpire that said your ass is our ass is in the jackpot now <laughs> Do you, do you remember that sound bite? I, I don't. I don't. Oh, I'm going to find it here. I, I pulled the bite. Uh, Terry Collins, this is like wildcat video of an umpire argument. Uh, Terry Halla, I believe, is his name. Our ass is in the jackpot. This is something. Uh, that- Terry Collins arguing with umpire Tom Hallian. Tom Hallian. Yeah, okay, right. It's go. You got to see this, charge. It's gold. Okay. I'm just telling you that. I mean, okay, the situation of what, what happened and everything else, that's what dictates that. So he's explaining why he had to eject several Mets pitchers in a back and forth of a bean brawl war. <laughs> and and it's, it's starting to boil over. And now here comes then manager Terry Collins. And this take is him, where. Take him, take him, take him. Terry, 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 Terry. Thank God it's a podcast. Terry, get, get a handle. Come on, let's go. Come on. Talk to me. Talk, talk, talk to me. Tommy, that's talk. fucking bullshit. Terry, talk you to me. It. Then you talk to me I about it. You, okay. you got to give us a shot. You know what? You got to give Terry, us a okay, shot. Okay, listen to me. Let me hear what I'm saying, okay? You get your shot. You had your shot right there. In the situation. Well, why you not? know the situation, I Terry. Mean, why okay. don't we get a shot, Tommy? Because that, doesn't, that makes bullshit. it worse. Terry, that makes it fucking worse. I know it. But MLB did nothing to that guy. Nothing. Okay, wow. that, that I, I can't God control that, Terry. I can't control that. You know as well as I do where I, Terry, you know where I stand on the whole fucking situation. That, but that's but, but that's you're a, better than that, Tommy. No, you know no, that. Terry, listen, I'm telling you, our ass is in the jackpot now. Okay? Okay, guys, <laughs> yes, I'm just telling you. Fucking motherfucker. You know what? That, that, that's you got you got it. Okay, get it, you got everything out. <laughs> you got everything out. <laughs> got everything it's out. Therapy. Yeah. yeah, it was therapy. It's and therapy by the way, now. that's that's great umpiring by Tom Hallian. 
Great on It play. really was. He couldn't have handled it any better, really. <laughs> Talk to me, Terry! I mean, these two guys are screaming at each other with the desperation of two <laughs> men that are on the edge of a cliff about to fall to their death. You know, it's a fucking baseball game, people. I mean, seriously, listen to this urgency. Then you talk to me about that. You You gotta give us a shot. You know what? You gotta give us a shot. Okay, listen to me. Let me hear what I'm saying. Okay, you get your shot. You had your shot right there in the situation. Why not? Why not? (laughs) We just want to bean somebody in response. (laughs) So that phrase, "our asses in the jackpot." referred to we're both going to be in trouble for major league baseball because i'm not doing my job and you're you know ordering your pitchers to hit guys when baseball's trying to you know dial it down so my ass is in the jackpot now because the the ac went out after a day after an 800 dollars fix which i was delighted to pay only 800 dollars. yeah charge only 800 okay. and and so so, wait, so the compressed didn't you say the motor was 700 was the compressor just 100 bucks no, 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 no. The motor repair upstairs in the blower unit that's in the house, because remember, these systems have multiple parts, the inside part, the outside part, all that other stuff, right? Yes. Okay. You sound confused like you don't know AC. Well, apparently I don't know it as well as I should. I well, you're in Minnesota. Do you have air conditioning well, up there? Yeah, right. Do I even have air conditioning? Do you have it? Yes. Do you know people that Does everybody go without have it? it? No. Okay. Not, yeah. not everybody. I, when I was a kid, we didn't have it until I was a teenager. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, <laughs> so $800 later, it works for a day, then goes back on the fritz. Unrelated compressor goes out. That's the big one. That's the engine of the car of the outside unit. And that that presents a problem. So pricing it, you can either get a whole new big square outside unit. Yes. Which includes all new parts. because Everything. Everything's this, new. Yeah. Th- right. This AC unit is 14 years old. And okay. 14, but that, 15. But they should last, they should last longer than How long that, do you think right? they should last? 25, 30 years. The roofs last 25 years, if you're lucky. They do. And that's yes. just that's just a pile of cinder shingle, shing, shing, shingles. Cinder shingles laid on top of each other. Not a complicated system by which they're moving large amounts of air, removing the humidity from the air, cooling it, moving it. I mean, it takes so much energy to eat, to you know air condition your house. It's your number it's, one electrical suck that exists. It is, but but if you look okay, you when you look at your air conditioner, Zane, how much has actually happened in there? I mean, there's the big fans, right? There is a some kind of presumably moving the fans. I think there's the compressor, maybe a piece of electronics, a board somewhere. I, I mean, I don't think it's actually all that complicated. It's a hundred year old technology that's fundamentally unchanged. Yeah, but a lot of shit that can go wrong. The coils. There, there's a condenser in addition mm-hmm. to a compressor. There's fans. There's blowers. There's liquid units. There's freon, a gas that has to be injected into the mix to cool your yes. air exhaust ducts it's complicated and there's no way around it it's also the most necessary invention in the history of man (laughs) history of mankind so with fire the wheel anesthesia and now air conditioning yes so we're presented with two unthinkable options option a replace the compressor 
at a cost of two thousand eight hundred dollars plus plus. Oh, and it'll take about a week. But thankfully, our HVAC guy said he was able to source one. Now remember, supply chain issues are real, and they are affecting everybody. So yeah, we'll assume they're not they're not lying about that. Okay, the other option is to get a whole new unit at Mm -hmm. a cost of eight thousand. Several oh god, plus oh. plus dollars. Jeez, the Mall of America could replace theirs for cheaper. How Bro. big is your house? <laughs> I told you, too big. That's why I'm talking tiny houses. That said, that's what a whole new unit costs. However, a whole new unit comes with a 10-year warranty on everything in it. So in other words, it'll work for 10 years. You will not pay for repairs for 10 years. You're buying 10 years of air conditioning, peace, and security. But that unit is going to take four weeks, maybe a little longer to get you. And we are in the meat of summer, the hottest part Uh, of the summer in the Mid-Atlantic. And I know damn well. you're very moist there. Oh, it's just crazy moist. Not as moist as Houston, but close. And so I'm thinking, well, that four weeks could turn into six, could turn into eight before you know it with, oh, there is a glitch. You know, a, a boat got stuck with your unit on it coming over from wherever. Oh, yeah, right? anything could go wrong. And it, it could be fall before where you don't even need it again. <laughs> and we're now, we're coping with it at with somewhat cooler temps at night with fans in the bedroom and the windows open. But we're due in the next four weeks to run into a real screamer of a mm. heat wave. But if I just go with a compressor, something else could go tomorrow, just like I think it that, did before. And then yeah, it, it, okay. in the next five years, you're pretty much guaranteeing you're going to have another two to $3,000 repair on that particular unit. So I present to you, IBM, you make the call. I'm getting, I'm doing it, I'm doing it cheap. I'm doing it on the cheap. And it's not even that cheap. It's still expensive. But you're replacing key parts of it. Many parts of your air conditioning unit are effectively never going to break. And I don't think I don't I think when you replace the motor whoa, and the compressor, whoa, 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 whoa. I think you have already replaced the most likely pieces okay. to fail. I, so you, I, 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 I don't I don't I, think it's the ticking time bomb that you think it is. I think you're talking very glib about most parts will never break. I think you've got it exactly backwards. I think most parts will absolutely break in this system over the course of 20 years, of which we're in year 14. I think you've got te- I think most of those parts are going to have 10 more years, and most of them will. And at eight, if you if you were to prorate out your $8,000 across the 10-year warranty, $800 a year is a lot. It's yeah. a lot. That's too much. That's, I, I that's, think it's that's, too much. And to that's before that. spending on the electricity to cool yeah, the house. Yeah, well, which you're going to have to spend either way, I suppose. Okay. Well, I my, think the my, initial thought, my initial thought was, hey, sucks to be out 2800 but if I'm out another 2800 in a year and another 2800 in another year, I'm net, which is highly unlikely, Very now unlikely. I'm back to the cost of a new unit. But yes. that only brings me three years into the future, not 10. Um, let me ask you this over the next three years, what are the odds that 
Mrs. Zabin finally wises up. And gets a because tiny house it, with yours. It, well, uh, or an RV. Own, an RV. And we just roam yeah, the country. Exactly. Get, yeah, just right. You know, she needs time away to tour the country. <laughs> she needs to be somewhere in Idaho. And well, that's, you know, that that's the X factor here. I don't know how long you're going to be in that house. Look, you know, I only Mike, talk to you once a week. Yeah. And I, I, you're, you know, your act's growing thin on me, and I, I don't, I don't have to wow. live with you. Hey, fuck you. Okay, let's hear that. <laughs> Let me hear the IBM. You make the call. IBM presents. You make the call. Hugh Green of Tampa Bay heads for the corner and crosses the goal line with his feet so good, inside the pylon while holding the ball above the pylon. Now you make mm. the call. Is this a touchdown? Charge is pylon it? is in play. Pylon's in play. Nobody that hold, is a touchdown. No, he holds the ball outside of the pylon. Oh, as he no runs dice. through the corner of the end zone. Let's take a listen. Some people think the IBM PC. Oh God! By the way, you probably sold these <laughs> at your I, uh, employment. I taught them. I taught, you on taught them. them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way. People loved the book of charge. I mean, love. I'm still getting rave reviews. They wow. loved your backstory. It was great. I enjoyed it thoroughly as well. Thank you. The more programs. The memory attachment expansion. The computer that's growing by leaps and bounds. Shitty computer. But what call did you make? There we go. The pylon is considered out of bounds, and if the ball does not make the plane of the goal line inside the pylon, it is not a touchdown. There you go. The pylon. I think the they've changed that. I think the pylon's in bounds now. No, somebody will know the answer. Uh, the, you, no, you're right. The pylon is in bounds because yeah. the actual shape of the end zone is a rectangle with four tiny square nubs on the corners that represent the pylons. Mm-hmm. So that's the, like if you were to say draw the actual outline of the end zone in the NFL because yeah. the pylons sit. Outside of the rectangle, but they're part, but they're considered a touchdown. So you just nick the ball with the pylon, the outside part, touchdown. So the that's sh- it, right? Shape, yeah, exactly. shape of the end zone is a rectangle with four little burrs on it that are squares. So there on you the, go. On the inside corners, okay, not so, the outside corners. By the way, Hugh Green. No, uh, no, 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 no. No, you. In fact, you touch any part of the football to the pylon, it's touchdown. If I believe I think yeah, that's the rule. That's right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's in the, it is inside the end zone. The pylon's inside the end zone. The ball touches well, the pylon, okay. it's touchdown. You say inside the end zone charge, but I'm telling you they don't put the pylons inside the corners of the rectangle that is the end zone. Uh, all uh, right. Yeah, you may be right it, about that. Then it's in the field of play. Right. I know I'm right about it, but because I've talked about this. Now, you want to do something else nerdy? What's a good field goal when the ball goes over the top of the goalpost? Ooh, is it like the foul pole in baseball? No, if it were it, it what makes sense. I guess I'm, I don't know for sure. But what makes sense is I think it's in play. I think it's in play if well, it goes over <clears throat> the pole. But I don't know. I don't know. What is it? Apparently, the, and, and the referees have no fucking earthly way no, of eyeballing guessing. this. But and it, do you know where look where they stand? They they can't even get their head right. <laughs> they stand right under it. They can't even get their head at the right position to look up at it, I don't think. It's not a great view. But basically, the outside edge of the football has to be within the outside, inside the outside edge of the goalpost. 
So in other words, it can be over the goalpost, but the outside edge of the football must be no further than the outside edge of the goalpost. Otherwise, it's okay. out. Got it. You know, that's pixels. pixels. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, it, these 80-year-old guys running around and trying to crank their head at a 190-degree no angle no up. Way to tell. They're, not, they're not getting that right off no every time. No chance. No All chance. Right. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Charch, the floor is yours. You have something Good. I've got today. I got two car things for you. I know okay. I know you have an interest in cars. You know, you're not like a you know, you're not like a car head, but I know you care about cars, and I think I you'll love, care about these two stories. I love cars. I think I know one of the two stories, but I'm gonna keep my lips sealed. But go ahead. All right. Because I, I tweeted about one of them with sheer frustration. <laughs> okay. Uh BMW. Yeah is test marketing this bullshit. They are charging a monthly fee to activate the hardware you already paid for in your car every month. They want to get you in on a subscription model. Now, listen to this. Your heated steering wheel, Zabe, 11 bucks a month. The heated seats, 20 bucks a month. Fuck you, BMW. Yes. Your high beam assistant. So that you don't blind the <laughs> oncoming traffic. Like, that's my problem. Right. Ten bucks a month. Oh, get fucking bent. Your lane assistant. <laughs> this is the thing that will, like, keep will, you from swerving your car back into lane mm-hmm. if it senses you're drifting out of your lane. Mm-hmm. Forty bucks a month. Unbelievable. This your is being di- this is being tested in South Korea. And I guess elsewhere, but it has not yet come to BMW North America. Do no, you- and if those freaking Koreans, if they bend the knee on this, you know <laughs> we're going to get it. Oh, fuck. Now, wait a minute. Do you own a BMW? I do. You own the X5? I own the X5. And you otherwise love it? I would. This would be a total disqualifier. I would never buy a bmw that's got this unless basically they all would go you to this sell it I have no choice. would you sell it right away no because it doesn't have that built into it i can turn on my heated oh. steering wheel whenever i want it that oh. point, like, it's more it's more valuable to me well this is another reason why you don't want to be connecting shit to the internet that you don't have to yeah, but your car connects with you like it or not you can't even turn it off say well you said your they car doesn't connect 
No, they all, mine does it, but it doesn't have this. It doesn't have any of these features in it, but it does connect to the internet. Uh, they download uh, firmware updates to my okay, car. Okay, okay, hold on a second. Does your car currently have heated seats? You live in Minnesota. Oh hell yeah, it does. does it have heating? Are you kidding me? Those are on. Okay. Those are on seven Charge. months out of the year. <laughs> Charge, I got news for you. They can absolutely do that to your car. They'll just download a firmware update to your car that you didn't ask for that will then be able to turn off the heated seats. You're fucked. I think I think legally they cannot institute that after purchase and oh. not not, you know, oh, legally. Not, because That's you, have to, you have to sign you have what to are you sign do? for the fact that, you, oh. that they're going to turn off your steering wheel and your seats and your high beams and everything else. <laughs> what are you going to do? Take them to court? legally God, to you. yeah you want some money there's some money to be had in that case you <laughs> might want to take him to court it By is the way, uh, it is outrageous i saw one reddit user said are you a premium brand or are you spirit airlines <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect way to put it that, that is th- this a perfect is, way to put it this is the most egregious outrageous unacceptable thing i've ever seen and i'm sad to say I think it's got at least a 50-50 shot of becoming the norm. Oh, man. Now, BMW is not the first. Toyota tried a year ago to charge people to use their key fob. (laughs) What? So they were deactivating the key fob if you didn't pay them 10 bucks a month for the right to use your key fob, which is absurd. But there was enough revolt that they pulled it back sheepishly after about a month. My worry is that, you know, people, they keep trying this and Toyota might be BMW might've looked at Toyota and went, well, those guys are cheap. They can't afford it. Our people, our BMW owners, they won't bat an eye at what is a combined $93 a month in monthly fees to activate the hardware you already paid for in your car. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, like, how are we going to stop this? How are we going to push fine. back? They're, well, I know, but they'll close in around all sides if Toyota's thinking about doing it. Mm-hmm. That's and my worry. BMW, what if be, they, yeah. What if they all do it? What if BMW gets on the phone with even hated rivals? You know, they get on the phone with Acura and they get on the phone with Lexus and they're like, look, if we all do this, they're all fucked. They're going to have to pay it. And if only one of us does it, then none of us get anything. And that's going to be, that's what, that's the part that worries me. It's, it's going to go down that way. My uncle preserved for me an old machine for 50 odd years <laughs> to keep it as new as has been his dearest dream. I strip away the old debris that hides a shining car, a brilliant red Barchetta from a better vanished time. Fire up the willing engine, respond with a roar, tire spitting gravel. I commit my weekly crime. That would be the lyrics of Rush with the song yes. Red Barchetta. That speaks of a time in the future in which simply driving a car without the permission from the authorities was a crime. That's right. How great. And what a great song, by the way. And at least one of the band members, I believe lead guitarist Alex Lifeson said, if they had to just hang their shingle on one song. It would be Red To Barchetta? represent their work, it would be Red Barchetta. Really? Wow. Yep. Oh, it really is song. so good, isn't it? Little everything. What's weird before yes. the motor law? What's weird yes. is that I thought Rush 
we're a bunch of Canadian raving left-wing lunatics, and yet they're singing oh. a song that is very much libertarian in nature. They are, yeah, they are, they are pure libertarians, which is fantastic. And it's oh, they are that lean that way. So yeah. they're libertarians, not liberals. No, they are libertarians, well, and they, they've run they, into trouble because they don't bend the knee to the you know the you know the oh, what is the majority, the mainstream left rock circles. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, such a great song. Well, I mean, I've got another. I have another car story, Zabe, that is almost as infuriating as this one. Okay, you ready? Here we go. In Europe, the EU has now decided that all new cars must be equipped with speeding prevention technology by 2024. That's just two years from now. Here's how it's going to work. When it senses you're speeding, which it knows you're speeding, it knows the speed limit. It starts with a cascading and increasingly irritating acoustic warning. Then if you do not respond to its bidding, it moves to haptic feedback through the accelerator pedal and steering wheel. Right. They're going to start shaking. They're going to ping you through the steering wheel. Like, what are you deaf here? Do you feel this in your hands? Then you continue to speed it's going to start putting resistance into the accelerator pedal so that you, if you want to keep going at the same speed, you're going to have to push down even harder on the pedal against yeah. the force of the car. And yeah, then it's, ultimately, it's, it's fucking nuts. So it, it, it's, again, this goes back to the, the, the lyrics in Red Barchetta. It does, they, doesn't they, it? Yeah, and you know, they, they don't, the elites don't want you or I owning cars. And being free no. to drive wherever we want, so they're gonna you will. they're gonna keep encroaching upon it step by step. This is just the first step. Eventually, they just want to get rid of everybody's cars, and that's when you're gonna have to keep a car in perfect condition in a fucking barn in Saskatoon and go visit your <laughs> uncle, and then and then risk getting arrested driving around the Canadian countryside <laughs> while playing Rush you, at full volume. You didn't think it would ever happen here. By the way, the end game on this. Uh, at least for this feature, is ultimately it's simply going to override you and slow down your car. You don't, If you don't respond to any of that stuff, it's going to slow it down for you, and it's going to log your transgression into the computer's database, your car's computer database, so that they can download it and prove you're a speeder. Of course. Of course. And part of your social credit score as well. Everyone will be – every country – would love to be communist China with just a thin veneer of a perception of being a free Western democratic society. Unless we somehow organize and sift ourselves out and create free societies in the modern digital age in which we are blanketed with 5G networks over every square inch of the globe that enables Mm -hmm. vast networks to control us, monitor us, and everything else. Zay, this is a. I find this to be very troubling, and they all, it's so all under the guise of safety, right? They're just trying. Of to course, make, make, and not only is it in the guise of safety, of but but what's going to really doom us is that there's plenty of nitwits who will say, "Well, you don't need to go faster than the speed limit." I like this feature. It's the same argument that I sadly had listened to Solly tell me about speeding cameras, which are the scourge of any jurisdiction that has them. He says, mm-hmm. "Good, I." I don't go past the speed limit. I don't want maniacs driving all fast. And I'm like, oh, my God, Solly. Do you not see where this is heading? This is bullshit. Right. 
No, he was it for it. Bullshit. He was for it. There's a lot of people I'm, that will be for it. A lot of old people that are intimidated <laughs> by somebody driving too fast. Like when I drove to the airport, my dad was you know letting me drive him down there because he dropped me mm-hmm. off. Yeah, I literally started driving maybe two miles an hour faster than he normally does, and he starts gripping the side of the car, going, "Whoa, whoa, Stephen, could you be less aggressive driving?" Wow! And I wow. said, "I go, Dad, you ain't seen nothing yet." I said, "You only see <laughs> aggressive," and I do drive aggressively for about twenty seconds, not insanely, just aggressively, and, and he he lost his mind. He was like, "Stop!" Wow. Stop. So yeah, you're so mean. You're so mean to your dad. I'm not mean. I was just having your dad like that. Come on. Now, did you know I've hacked my BMW's firmware? No, void the warranty. And by the way, you'll be hauled in for a a crime on that. I I, I probably will be hauled in for a crime on this. How'd you hack it? I've had to do it two times. First time, uh, you have to buy a special cable. In there's there is a port that's very well disguised, but if you know where it is, there's a port on every BMW. That that is sitting in your bottom. It's by your bottom left. It's by your left knee, and you can plug into that port, and it's got a USB on the other end, and you can you can USB into a computer, and then you can with the right software. And if people look hard enough, they can find the right software. And if you know a little German or can find somebody that can help you with a little German, the software is all in German. Um, you can see where to change almost all of the settings in your car. For example, I've turned off key annoyances, Zabe. My car never, they say gong, it's called a gong. It never gongs at me. If I don't put on my seatbelt, it does not gong Ooh. at me. If my passenger doesn't put on her seatbelt, oh. it does not gong. <laughs> if I've got my groceries in my passenger seat, it's not like gonging at me because it thinks somebody should be putting on a seatbelt right now. What, what does that um, command line say? Set gong to zero? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly something like that. Yep. And oh, that's, it for, that's a game changer right there. Total game changer. Here was the biggie that really pushed me on it, though. Because all these car companies are trying to comply with federal mandates for fuel efficiency, yes. every car starts up in like econ mode or comfort mode. I didn't buy a BMW to ride it like a granny. I right. want it in sport mode every time. But BMW doesn't does not will reset it, the sport mode makes, every time you turn you, it off. Exactly. That's that's like my new Toyota Camry. It has a sport mode, which I think gives it two extra horsepower. I can't tell the difference, but it sounds a little bit throatier, mm-hmm. and I just know that it gives me two extra horsepower. So I'm of course I'm going to press the button. And I found like you did. I'm like, God damn it. It won't stay in sport mode. Just fucking Correct. leave it in sport mode for God's sakes. Yes. So I was able to reset that through the firmware. So then I take my car into the dealer to get an oil change. Now, you know, an oil change should be 90 minutes, 60 minutes, 30 minutes, something like that. They got the car about, suspiciously long. But Jiffy fucking and, lube for an oil change in and out in 15. I... They call me after like two hours and they say, "Can we keep your car overnight? I've got a loaner." And I'm like, "Hmm." And did you did you suppose they noticed that I hacked my firmware? Did you say Did you say no? I should have said no. Did you say why? Would have any reason to look into it, right? Like they're changing my oil. Why would they even be looking into my firmware like this? But they must have noticed the gong didn't go off at some point. Of course they noticed it. And so overnight, they flashed my firmware back to the factory default. Did they tell you that? Did they say, Mr. Churchy, and we found out? No, they never told me. Okay, listen. 
Uh, I'm not telling you how to live your life, but I'm going to tell you what you have to do here. You have to mm-hmm. march right into that dealership, and you need to start throwing cocksucker motherfucker left and right and storm right into the GM's office and read him the riot act. Because well, if they're okay. going to do that, they need to tell you, here's what we're doing and why we're doing it. And then say, yes. I will go to another dealership. I will get this service by Ed's garage on the fucking corner before I ever spend another dime with you guys. And I will make it my mission as a prominent media personality of the Twin Cities to ruin this dealership. Well, okay. Two problems with this, which which would have been great. Okay. In an ideal world, I could have done that. Here's why I couldn't. Number one, I was worried about voiding my warranty. Right. And my car at the time was still under warranty. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, I do not want them to you know, come back at me about how I can't get any service on my car anymore. So that was number one. Number two was I already got in trouble once. And actually, the only time I've ever been suspended from KFAN. 20 years ago Uh-oh. when I said something bad about a local air. car dealership. Oh boy. And what, yep. what did you say that was bad? Can you repeat it? Um, yeah, broadly. So it was not even a story that originated here, but there was a dealership in Washington state that had sold a series of cars to an obviously mentally handicapped man. Like once a week, they're selling him new cars. It was totally, totally unethical. And so I started talking about, you know, every week, a new car to a guy who is crazy. Yeah. Well, I uh, I don't know what the correct term. Yes. Mentally challenged. Let's put it that way. Yes. Yes. And, um, and so I, I let a few callers on the air vent their spleen at some local dealerships. Uh, And so I didn't necessarily say anything. But I let callers on the yeah, air. Give them a platform to it. bash these dealerships. And, you know, in fairness, there's always two sides to every story. Your side, their side, and the truth. Or three sides yes. to every story. And so, you know, people just want to – then they leave out cur- – see key certain details. And it gets yes. on the yeah, air. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. hey, lesson learned on that. All right. So maybe you don't quite do what I say. But you have to go in there and say, hey, I brought this in. You guys reset my software, didn't tell me you were doing so, didn't ask me, hey, did you do this, and didn't even educate me to say, I know it's tempting, but here's why you shouldn't, dot, dot, dot. You just reset it. That is a breach of trust that I have a hard time accepting, and I would like an apology. You could yes, say that. that I, you could. I certainly could have done that. that and that would have been a pretty legitimate angle and, to and take. Maybe, and maybe get a free fucking oil change out of them. For the next time, yeah, man, that'd be nice. So here's so here's the like 110 bucks. Here's it's ridiculous. The, yeah, Jiffy Lube for oil changes. Jesus, going to the dealer, you're like, here, just take my wallet. Um, yeah. So here's a question: Did you then re reconfigure your system? I did. <laughs> yes, I did. I until went back the, and I've never, until I've never they load back to the dealer since. Until they load a code or they load a connector or a cable that doesn't allow you. Yeah, and that. they haven't nothing like that yet, and it's been years. So yeah. So one last thing on the gonging, my new Camry gongs at me. It, it, it gongs at me every time I stop the car and get out. Yeah. What do you mean? Why? Uh, I found out why. Had to ask. If I don't turn off the engine with the door fully closed, it gongs at you until you're out of the car and you close the door. Okay. I found out that my normal move 
and it's been ingrained in me for who knows how many years of driving is, stop the car, put in park, crack the door open, then turn the engine off. Wow. But I've never heard of anybody who does that. Why? It's just a one-two move. I don't even think about okay. it. It's subconscious, George. All right. It's, sub, it's, it's like literally pop up. And that's just what I've developed. Door, ignition, done. That's my move. Well, apparently now, and I've never had a car gong at me for that. Mm. Now the Camry does. And I'm not going to get in there I, and try to muck with the settings to turn the gong to off unless somebody listening knows how I can do that with a Toyota Camry XSE 2022. Oh, it, it's these things are it, the, the BMW community is all about modding their cars. Now, Toyota, I don't think, has the same kind of passion for that. But then again, look at all the look at all the uh, like the street racing scene, right? There's plenty of Toyotas that get into the street racing scene, and those guys are all modifying their cars. So maybe there is a bunch of software out there where you can hack your own car's firmware, which, by the way, people will do to get around this stupid BMW stuff. And in Europe, the speeding prevention technology, people are just going to start hacking their cars. Well, yes. However, computers are doing so much more now for cars that Mm -hmm. it's going to be hard to do that. Because they're going to require the computers that run the cars that do all the fancy stuff, the uh, the uh, uh, adaptive uh, cruise control and the lane mm-hmm. assist stuff. Yeah. That's going to require talking to Skynet, and it's going to require any time you want to get it worked on, even by a third party, I bet, they're going to have to access the computer diagnostics. So in other words, if you want a truly computerless car, you're going to need a 1984 Chrysler LeBaron. And I'm looking at them right now online. They're rolling buckets of shit. So good luck on that. All right. Uh, Let's talk can, a little I'm bit. I'm telling of, you, though, yeah. it, it can be done even on a Toyota. In fact, it, just a little bit of Googling in the last 30 seconds while we were talking about this, you'll, <laughs> you'll see. There, there are ways that you can do things. All right. Three quick sports things so I can keep my license. As a certified yeah. sports podcast, there's a licensing company that says you better talk sports at least at some point. Matthew Barry leaving ESPN. I know yeah. you've spoken highly of him before. Tell me more. What happened? Why? Um, and what's his I, impact on the community? Okay, I'll tell you what I am speculating versus what I what I feel confident in saying. Got it. The, I, increasingly frustrated that fantasy is so big to ESPN. To understand this, here's the order of ESPN page views number one homepage espn.com number two fantasy football homepage oh my god not the nfl not the nba it's their fantasy football is fantasy football is these is number two it drives enormous business for them so they've methodically and systematically moved almost all of matthew barry's and their espn content on fantasy behind their paywall into espn insider espn plus and I believe, and I do not know this because I about his current situation, I believe that was part of the frustration. Number two, there is a shit ton of money in sports gambling. And I uh, I have I have reason to believe that his next landing spot um, will give him afford him the opportunity to be enmeshed in um, in some kind of sports gambling upside for him personally. Oh, so. I believe so, that that's what's happening. So do you think they pushed him out or he left on his no, own? No, he left. I believe I have no reason to think that they okay. pushed him out. Okay. 
Fair yeah. enough. Now, when I asked you first about the legalization of sports gambling in America and what its effect on fantasy would be, I was like, this is going to really hurt fantasy bad. And you said no. You didn't think it would. But it sounds like it is, in a way, hurting fantasy. You know, it's a number of companies in our industry have now sort of been able to do both, but it hasn't hurt us at all in terms of numbers of people playing. We went up, we went way up last year. Um, everybody we lost in the pandemic when people were like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to start fantasy football. The season's just going to get ruined by the pandemic. <laughs> they all came back and more. That's so good. We're, we're doing, yeah, we're doing great. The okay. fantasy industry is doing fine. I mean, fantasy is just slow gambling. That's all it is. It's just a slow IV drip of gambling. It takes a long no. time. Well, yeah, okay. I can't, well, I can't go with that, but well, no, I mean, traditional fantasy, cause you are waiting for the entire season to play out before you get paid slow gambling Mm -hmm. now guillotine leagues that's different even though you don't get paid until the end the thrill ride to not be last is every single week it is that's true you get you get the dopamine every week it's the same gambling high the same gambling (laughs) high just you're not actually exchanging money every week of the way okay number two on the uh sports front are you aware that Le'Veon Bell is going to box Adrian Peterson? <laughs> yes, and it's so sad. What the I mean, fuck? When I, when I saw this, I'm like, okay, this is. It's so sad that both of these guys who made so much money in their career have to do this at all. We knew Adrian was spending his money very badly, and he's got kids I all think, over. Think nine kids by eight people. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, the child support's got to be brutal for him right but he's still to you know here's adrian he's one year out of the league and he's already forced to box for money now Le'Veon, Le'Veon bell couched it in the story i read that this is what he wants to focus on that this is nobody, something he getting hit in the head <laughs> nobody wants to focus on getting hit in the head i don't think i don't That's think so do I, don't, I don't think so either however he seemed to you know, position it as this is my next career. But yeah, I guess I'm naive in that regard, right? I don't know. And I know I, I know some people who are boxers who love it and they're totally into it and everything. And it's man, what a workout. You're you're in great shape and everything else that goes with it. But save these aren't people who were boxers. These are people who have to box. Now Ed Too Tall Jones, you know, maybe that was, you know, look at him. You remember when he went to boxing because you're old enough to remember. And I think he was an adequate boxer, right? I I don't think I think it was a novelty thing. Him being so big intimidated some guys, mm-hmm. and obviously a huge reach. But I yeah. think a skilled boxer would know how to work their way around him and chop him down like a giant redwood. I'd have now, to go. Here's, I'd have to go he, look that up because I was. I chided. am looking it up. Oh, you're it looking right it up. Here. I was chided by a listener for being too loose with my facts and names and figures in our wide-ranging, quick-moving conversations that are unscripted. And so, therefore, I'm not going to guess (laughs) as to Ed Tutal Jones' boxing career. My guess is it was short, short short-lived, if not just a a novelty. Per Wikipedia, for those that need to have citation, a former Golden Gloves fighter in Tennessee, Jones would fight six professional bouts as a heavyweight with a perfect 6-0 record and five knockouts. Due to his high profile as a football player, all of his fights were nationally televised on CBS. Holy shit. 6-0. and oh. Okay. How about that? Not bad. Better, better than I thought, but still not. Uh, I, I wouldn't say he was Muhammad Ali light. Would you? No. And get this. He was boxing while he was playing. 
And he said that the boxing regimen made him a better football player. <laughs> you would never be get away with doing I, that. Imagine now, that today. A guy saying, I didn't get enough concussive action on Sunday. <laughs> I need more of it <laughs> during the week. <laughs> All right. And the uh, Bears signed, the Bears traded for Nikhil Harry. Patriots first round bust. The Somebody... Patriots turned a first rounder into the lowest possible draft pick compensation you can get, which is a seventh rounder in two years. And they still may have ripped off the Bears because apparently Nikhil Harry sucks. So they make mistakes too. And as somebody said, (laughs) that turns the Bears wide receiver room from the worst in the league to the worst in the league with one extra guy. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I didn't know their receivers were Byron Pringle, Darnell Mooney, and something named Velas Jones Jr., Jesus. Uh, yeah, widely regarded as the worst draft pick at the position he was taken in the draft last uh, last April. Third uh, rounder, Velas yes. June Jones Jr. Right, wow. a a guy, a special teamer who they hope can someday pick up the wide receiver position. <laughs> well, he's listed at our lads as a starting slot guy. Maybe Equinemia <laughs> St. Brown will get that job from the Packers. Maybe Nikhil Harry will do it. Uh, Pringle was had a decent enough year as a whip-wap guy for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he was me, okay. He's all right. He's your, he's your new starter there. Yeah. By, makes, Pring, Byron Pringle. Makes me feel better about the Packers wide receivers, which I think is a nightmare waiting to happen, depending on how it looks. You guys are the best pair in the in the conference, or in the uh, division. That's Jefferson and Thielen. The best one, yeah. two by far. Maybe the NFL. Oh, look at you getting cocky! Charge, guillotineleagues.com. Sign up. Leagues are going on right now. Your chance to sing it. Yeah, you missed it there. It came and went. Charge is always. I didn't. Yeah, it was already over. All right. As always, a pleasure, my friend. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you tomorrow. With you, 162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com.